I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. Uh, hi, I'm Super Cookie, and I play Coco, the Gangrel. This is Cotton, and I play Terrence, the Tremere. Last time we left off with Missy and Art, they were following a ghost, or being followed by a ghost, following a ghost, coming back to the mall. And as the two of you pulled up and began to walk into the mall, we cut away from you. This time, we follow the two of you as you begin to walk into the mall, into, for what has been many, many years, home sweet home. Uh, is there any initial thoughts, feelings, or conversation as you guys come up to or enter the mall? Doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, Art's always got that feeling of familiarity because he's been here for so long. More than likely, it's been the one place he spent the longest in his entire life and unlive. And now that he knows that they're heading back to the source of the mystery, following another mystery that's heading back to the initial source of the mystery, this is just getting even better. It's, you know, it's Christmas. If communists celebrated Christmas, which they do not. I think Missy picks up on Art's excitement and how he's just going to rush in, and I think she'll kind of reach out and kind of put a, a hand on his arm and say, wait, wait, wait. What's our plan? Plan? What plan do we need? We we go down there, we see what is behind the, the, the wall, and, and that is that. We, we embark on our voyage of discovery. We just saw a ghost. We followed it back here. We're going to go back down there where Jimmy almost killed somebody we killed jimmy and you just you just want to go for a a journey of discovery you're not worried you're not concerned you don't want to take any preparations planning what preparations do you well if the i do not know either all right i i had a whole crate of equipment down there crowbars and sledgehammers and ropes and everything and I mean I could pick up phone and call Terrence again but I'm fairly certain that he would say no I will have a notebook and a tape recorder so I can chronicle the journey Um, if you prefer I can send a text to uh another uh, cousin that I know and say that if I am not back in three nights this is what happened. He has experience with this sort of thing, so I'm certain that Scullivan would be receptive to to coming after us if something would happen, but I don't believe that something would happen other than Jimmy being excessively Jimmy to the end. So you're saying that ghost can't do anything to us? No, it's. Uh, can I roll a cult and and <laughs> truthfully answer this question as no? <laughs> no, with confidence. Yeah, no, with confidence, <laughs> rather than just the player talking out of his ass. I would love to say yes, but with your dice rolls, we'll find out. <laughs> Not manipulation, intelligence. Manipulation is if I knew I was lying. Four successes on five dice. Pretty good for for a first night. Or a first roll of the night. Uh, You want to explicitly say what truthfully? Um, Can a ghost harm a kindred? Uh, So, like, directly... There's a lot of asterisks in this statement, right? Because, for example... There are occult practices, uh, necromantic ceremonies, 
I believe would be the, the better term, uh, that lets you travel into the Shadowlands, which is where ghosts are from. And when you're on the ghost playing field, well, that changes things. And uh, ghosts can possess people, but sometimes that takes extreme circumstances or assistance from a necromancer, which is not in this situation. And like, sure, they may be able to do little poltergeisty things. So if you were asleep in a room and one wanted to open a window on you during the day, like that could suck. But it can't like do direct significant damage to you without one of those asterisks being fulfilled. That's 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 as the player expected. Uh, so art will say it is simply a a phantom, a specter. It is a representation of a mortal life that has long since gone. He has starved to death. Uh, we are not made of the hamburgers uh, like you Americans were back in the sixties. It 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 is not going to harm. It may try to possess us, but. It would have tried to do so before, and it did not. I do not think the ghost is a problem. I think if we break away the wall, see what is there, study it, maybe not try to lick the window to the plane of the other world, if that is indeed what it is, we will be fine. I am not concerned for our safety when it comes to ghosts. I am slightly more concerned of our safety when it comes to 80s-themed Toreadors. Okay. Alright. Let's go. But if I hear one bar of that Everly Brothers song, I'm out of here. Which, which Everly Brothers song is that? Art, you're slipping. He just looks completely flummoxed. He has no idea what's going on. She'll just smile and walk into them all. <laughs> A reference art doesn't get. He's going to follow her <laughs> into the mall. It's like, what? Everly Brothers song. Going through the mall, this is a place and a beat that you have walked countless times at this point in your own lives. Uh, you come back to your service elevator that is out of service. Just hopping down, or I guess before that, are you guys getting any additional special equipment, supplies, or things? I just asked the man that, and he said no. Uh, Art already has crates of supplies <laughs> down there. Yep. So, you know, he's just making sure that he's got his tape recorder and his notebook. As he said, he's got a pencil. He's got a flashlight. He knows that there are more flashlights down there. There's climbing gear down there. There's excavation gear down there. It's it's like it's a storage room for an REI. He's got he's got stuff down there. Sure. Just want to make sure there was no last minute things. Not that I could think of. Cool. And then we haven't fixed the. It hasn't been long enough to fix the elevator. So yeah, I think we had to climb. It's been like 24 hours. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. A quick climb down the elevator. You go by the things that you have left here last night. You walk the same way as you walked. Uh, you go by a small blood puddle from where Terrence was leaking. And before long, you find yourself back at that hole that is blowing very cold wind. It's incredible that I can feel it, even in this state. Isn't, isn't that something? Isn't isn't that fascinating to you? You have no sense of wonder anymore, Mischief. This, truly, this is something incredible, even for us. Yeah, I wonder where my whimsy went. I love that word, whimsy. All right, well, we're here, we're in a basement, we're at a wall, you feel things. Now what? Bart's going to reach down and pick up the crowbar that he'd left from the uh, last uh, foray downstairs. And he will say, we are going to open this wall up and see what lies behind. 
and he's going to get to work. He's he's going to approach it methodically. He's not going to, you know, messy crit his way through the wall. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. I mean, I can help, but she doesn't have a lot of strength. Art is a descendant of Zelios, and he's an architect as much as he is a spook. So he he knows how to be able to take this wall apart without needing a lot of strength, because he's got about as much strength as Missy does. They're both noodles. Exactly the same amount of strength. You guys also have about the same amount of charisma, so you could, you know... <laughs> it's just funny to look at sometimes because of the way the system works. No wonder we get along so well. <laughs> Indeed. People hating misanthropes. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> I don't feel like there is a need for a role in this situation because you've already you've set that crack in there and that is plenty of things to to get started from. Um, just to establish a baseline, can I get your resolve plus all specs roles so that if you know a ghost were to come by and take a peek at you, uh, I have an idea. Uh, that's going to be two. Okay, so probably not sneaking up on either of you if a ghost were to, to come by. I got a three, so I hope not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> since the Unseen specifically lets you see ghosts that aren't trying to hide, mm -hmm. so, you know, if one is trying to be sneaky, that's a different situation. Dun, dun, dun. Are you saying you'd have a ghost of a chance? I'm saying yeah. you guys have a ghost of a chance. So... Slowly and surely, you will be, be able to remove brick after brick, cinder block after cinder block, and mortar after mortar. Whoever put this here definitely invested a bunch of time to make sure it looked as mundane as the rest of the wall that surrounds it. Uh, what is your... Are you going wide? Are you going deep? Are you... What's your approach here in getting this, getting through this wall? Do you just want to hold uh art art's approach is going to be methodical like he will start at the center and then he will work up towards the top so that way uh uh blocks aren't going to fall from the top until he reaches that that ceiling portion and then he'll widen it out so it's you know a person and a half wide and then work his way back down until the floor is clear like he's going from from floor to ceiling but he starts in the middle goes up widens out goes down um but would Art do like a small opening first to shine a light in and check it out first? Or would he just take down the wall? Given the size of your average cinder block brick used in the construction of a mall, if you pulled one, you'd be able to shine a light inside and okay. see whether or not, you know, Fortunato's back there. All right. So, so would, yeah. Would he do that? Would he? Yes, he, he would do that. Okay. <laughs> He'll do the quick check. Or would cool. you just stick your face in a hole and go? <laughs> this isn't that kind of game. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess then wits and awareness me. Or. Uh, and if Missy wants to as well. Missy can. I just have this image of Missy like kind of pushing him out of the way and eyeballing over to see what's up. I don't think. Uh... Art would lie to me, but I do think Art is a little too excited about this. Okay. Uh, perhaps it is the angle that Missy only gets two successes to Art's four. Uh, I imagine Art's just a little taller than she is. Mm -hmm. uh, you will see a space between this wall and another wall that doesn't look like it is put up with as much care. It's a good four or five feet difference. And as you look around, there's a lot of dust. But as you look at the ground, there is some sort of drawing or something in the ground that has less painted and drawn on there, more carved into the, the floor. Uh, it is something probably occult-oriented. Uh, as you look at it specifically, uh, it looks like it is part of that that spirit warding stuff, uh, like the to keep them in instead of keeping them out. 
Ah, uh, mischief! I see part of the soul trap inside. It's on the 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 sigils inside. It's part of it. I know it. I am I am certain of it. Well, all right. Okay, let's think about it. There's something that's keeping something else behind that wall. Do you really want to disturb it? I I don't think that me examining the construction of this soul trap is going to disturb the thing that was trapped inside. As long as you don't step across the threshold there, it should be fine. Okay. Go ahead. Art's going to rub his hands together, and then he's going to keep going here. Sure. You spend a, a little bit more time removing the bricks to your your satisfaction for a big open entryway here. Uh, and as you get down to the bottom, you're able to more clearly see the arcane aspects on the other side, uh, including where part of what has been etched into the floor has been damaged from your initial like smashing into the wall and sending some debris flying out the other side. It's very slight, very slight. Would probably take a rather intelligent and uh we'll we'll say aware so like not a feral ghost but like a a cognizant ghost to find that way out uh but here it is it looks like it's been here a long time yeah specifically in addition to that the aspects that you see missy is that you will see that this looks a lot like a part of your vision that you had the gardening vision uh the vision when you were trying to figure out a way to be safe uh, okay oh okay so it looks like uh the snake eating itself it you could you could say that it looks like a bunch of scales in a tube that are going in a circle but from where you're at unless you want to walk the length of it uh just in this immediate open space, it just looks like a section of tube that is possibly scales and part of a snake. Missy told Art about that vision, right? I honestly don't think she did. I don't know if she's had a chance to. Not not about the, the snake eating its own tail. The last one he heard about was the gardening one. Hmm. All right, so as he's inspecting that, she'll look at it, and she'll start to push him a bit out of the way to get a closer look at it. I think he is so engrossed in what he's looking at. Like, he's got his his book open. He is writing uh, diagrams in it. He is, you know, getting this this whole, like, design figured out where there's slight bit of damage. He's got a second sketch page that's that's got a close-up as if he's looking for ways that he can uh, make a repair to it or, or what would be required for it. Sure. Let's stick with Missy for just a second. Sure. Um, so after you push past Art, what do you, what do you want to do, Missy? Uh, she just wants to look at it and see if it really looks the same as what she saw in that vision. Uh, I think she'll slowly kind of reach out towards it to kind of outline it with her fingers, but she won't touch it. She'll just kind of trace it in the air. Uh, <clears throat> cool. You don't have any idea. No, you only got like two successes on that premonition now that I'm remembering. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think would be an appropriate role in this situation to find the answer to that question? Sure, why not? Uh, you are welcome to spend willpower to reroll your zero successes or just go with your gut. No. Nope. Well, well. A, from zero to hero. <laughs> yeah, uh, from zero to just a clean crit. Um, what, what other information do you think Missy would want in this situation? She would want to know if that's 
what it is. If it does match that, and uh, what else would she want to know? Do you want a free premonition roll? Sure. Yeah. Roll that, and we'll see how many, how much detail you get out of the premonition, and then I will uh, find a flavor appropriate. I will say you're also allowed to re-roll willpower on your one premonition success if you want, but you don't have to. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, as you go kneel down and take a closer look with one of Art's flashlights at this stuff, and you trace it in one direction with the light and trace it in the other direction, see it going around in what is clearly a circle, you're suddenly back in that dark space where there were roots and a snake sliding around in those roots. and this feels in the real world like that premonition felt like that vision felt this feels like the same space what you will also know is that looking around on the space you have been in before metaphorically you're going to be able to see new details that you didn't see before one of those details is there are five little mice that are running around in here. Perhaps before you thought it was from the snake, perhaps they weren't here before at all. Who knows when it comes to things like this? The second thing that is a new detail is an apple that is sitting. Somehow you know it's the center of this, but the area around you is formless and black. But at the center is an apple that slowly goes from rotted to seeds to a, f a little apple to a full-size apple to slowly starting rotting again and just kind of repeats in that cycle. And if there are clarifying questions because you did crit, please, I will answer some. Doesn't need to be. So the place that we're at in the wall it's this tube thing goes around it. There's another wall, but there's mm. no door or anything. So if this was like a crypt or anything, we would be at a side, not at the front. Yeah, you're you're definitely not at whatever the entrance would have been to whatever is on the other side of the wall and what is ever on the other side of this uh, right. ward, basically. Flashlight in Art's face. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. This is the front, and we have to find the front. And I don't know what the mice mean, but the apple is important. Art is looking at the same things that she's looking at. What? What mice? What apple? There are five mice. They're running around. I don't know what they mean. There's five of them, though. But the apple is the important thing. It's in the middle. It's at the center. And it keeps, it, it's it's an apple, and then it rots, and it becomes an apple again, and then it dies and rots, and then it becomes an apple again. It just keeps doing this not all the time for eternity, over and over and over again. But the snake, it shall point to the tube, the snake that's around it, that's holding this all in, we have to find the front of it because we had to find where the mouth is eating the tail of the snake. So we're not at the door and we need to find the door and we need to figure out the apple. The mice are important, but not as important as the apple. Art's going to be at a loss for words for a second and then 10 seconds and then like a full minute as he's kind of processing this. I have some ideas about the mice and about the apple, but let us look for your mouth and your tail first. There is a point at which the incantation that makes this ritual circle begins and ends. That is going to be the point at which you are talking about. So we will take a slow walk around this and see if we can find the point at which it starts. This is going to be very difficult because these types of things, they like to bleed together. You don't want to have a definitive ending and beginning because that is where the the incantation starts and ends. You don't want this to end. You want it to continue. So it will be a question of age. 
what is the oldest part of this incantation that will be very difficult to find. But I may have some tricks. Let us see. Uh, Art's going to start walking around the circle. He's shining his flashlight on it. And as he goes through, he's making his notes in his journal. And uh, every so often, like, he'll put the journal up and he's mumbling into his uh, tape recorder as he is, like, he'll do that one circuit. If he doesn't find it on the circuit, he'll get on his knees and he'll just, like, kind of scooch along in a slav squat. If he doesn't find it then, like, he's going to be crawling like he's going to find a magnifying glass. And he's going to spend a lot of time on the part that was damaged to see if there's a way that he can fix it as well, because he knows that breaking the enchantment is is not what they're going to want to do. And all the while, he's thinking about the five mice and the apple. A lot of things to think about. Uh, yeah, but he's a thoughtful guy. Yeah, he's a thoughtful guy. Um, cool. Well, the good news is, is it won't come to Slav squatting, because as the two of you are... are you First of all, are you going in the same direction together, or are you guys going in opposite directions? Well, I would I, think... I follow our... Okay. I was going to say opposite directions, but if no. Missy's going to follow Art, then that's that's how it's going to be. I love splitting the party, but not right now. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. Cool. Um, <clears throat> it is very easy for you to follow this because there is nothing in your way. Nothing down here has truly been disturbed. There's light dusting because there's light dusting everywhere. This is more of, you know, less dead skin flakes, more. Uh, <clears throat> concrete and, and stone dust. But after you go around a little bit, you're going to see that the uh, the snake, for the lack of a better term, is beginning to taper and get smaller. And following onwards, you're going to see that you're actually on the tail and as it comes around to meet where the head is, there is a bank vault door. A bank vault door that had been missing from when a lot of the things in the mall had been shut down. And a lot of the, you know, things that are worth money were sold. So that is where it went. Uh, Art's gonna, he's gonna examine this door if the uh so there's nothing in the center of this circle uh, of the uh, snake it's a it's a wall the snake goes around and then there's a wall on the inside of that that is where the bank vault door is so it's like the crypt is in inside is inside the wall that we busted through yes and there's a bank vault door in one side of it that we just walked around and found yes okay. presumably the only door which I thought Art said we can't cross the threshold, so I, I, I've been staying on only one side of the snake, so. Yep. Right. Okay. I think Art's going to see this door, and he's going to say, oh, okay, this is where it went. Interesting. It must have taken a lot to move it down here, but as much as I would like to open this, I believe... We have to fix the damage that was done to the circle as we came in. Because once that door opens, whatever's supposed to be kept inside may see a way to get out through that point. Yeah, but we're not opening the door. We don't have plans on opening it, right? You just wanted to know what it was, what was here. It's you know, ah, here it is. I know uh, there is a door here. Now I want to know what, what is uh, behind it. All right. Well, let's fix the thing first. Like okay. You said, we don't want anything to get out, and then we'll worry about if we're going to open the door later. Uh, yeah, okay. Yes, we will worry about opening the door later. Later being the art right after they finish fixing the circle. <laughs> Cool. Uh, then, yeah, he's going to complete the circuit. He's going to continue around on the circuit to see if there's anything else. Until uh, they, nothing interesting or exciting. Okay. So it's yeah, they'll get the same. Go back to the damage part then, and yeah. Uh, 
I'll just take a intelligence occult or something along those lines. Uh, Missy is welcome to help. Will I get one dice for Hippin? Yeah, she'll help in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is not a. This is not a terribly difficult repair. You guys didn't. You didn't use excessive force or anything in order to open this door in the first place. Uh, it is a little bit of the rocks and debris that came out, and since this is kind of carved into the ground, it really just needs to be carefully cleaned out so that the the lines of power that are within the ward can uh, can complete themselves without getting any little, uh, let's say, static or something for the little bit of debris that was blocking it. Uh. I got I got two successes on six dice with a cold. I want to say that he's going to see this damage and like he wants to go back to his crate and get a little shop vac and just kind of like vac out the uh, the dirt that's in the sigils. Love it. Just a quick little busting of dust and yeah, a little black and decker hand vac just goes. Vroom. Love it. I would have also accepted those small little brushes they use in. Uh, archaeology I was, scenes. Yeah, I was. My my first thought was, yeah, I'll get an archaeology brush, and my second thought was, like, no, this is a mall. He'll have a little shop vac. You're in the radio shack. You have a can of air. Psh, psh. Or I have a shop vac. <laughs> you do. <laughs> a can of air is for scaring cats away when they've been naughty. True. They really hate that sound. Yes, they do. Uh cool. So. Ward repaired, door closed. What's next? Art thinks, but what if door opened? Mm. What if door opened? What if door opened? Um, so, like, he'll fix the thing, he'll set the, the shop vac aside, and he'll say, okay, it's been later, let's think about opening that door. Wait, 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 you can't open the you Why said can't... we couldn't cross the thing. You said we couldn't cross. How are you going to open the door? You said don't cross the threshold. He's going he's gonna to think about that for a long minute. He really wants to open that door. I'm not the one stopping you. In fact, you, you also want me to open this door. This I Art. want you to do what Art would do in this situation. Art is going to open that door. Like He, he knows what he said. I know what I have said, Mischief. However, <clears throat> we vacuumed up the dust that was in the sigil. Nothing happened. It feels better, at least. We have taken a walk around the perimeter. There is nothing suggesting that the circle has been broken. I think here at the entry, we can open the door and we can still exit. Are you feeling any existential sense of dread that would come from having a sense of the vision of the future? No. That is why I think we can open this door. I believe your apple is inside, and I believe maybe those five mice have been reduced to four, or there is another five mice that built this place. How many people were in the gardening vision that you had? That distracts her, and she tries to think back. Was it five? Uh, you saw the prince, you saw Fina, you saw uh, Amanda. Uh, you saw yourself, technically. Uh, technically, you saw a different version of yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if Carol was there. Hmm. I feel like we wrote it down somewhere in a DM. Uh, I have it. Cool. Prince Carol, her but not her, Madam Fina, Amanda. That's it. So Prince Carol, Madam Fina, Amanda, and myself. You draw what conclusion you want from that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll look and, and say it's, there were, there were five, including me. But I didn't build this. Wasn't even alive when this thing was built. Wasn't even born when this thing was built. Are you certain it was you? 
Well, it was it was me, but not me. It was me as as a normal adult that had not been embraced as a child. She doesn't finish that sentence. Uh, so we've had time to think while we were making our fixes and investigating, and I was writing all of this down. And five mice, a mouse eh, running around signifies a small player in this this bigger event. Yes. And they were running around inside the circle, you were saying? Or outside the circle? They were just inside. In the darkness. In the darkness. Inside the circle. And this apple that continually grows and then dies and then regrows again. The apple, as they say in the Old Bible, the Old Testament, was the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And an apple also signifies um, a, a cycle of life. And so it is the continuing cycle of life that we are separate from because we do not decay, we do not age. And of course, you have the snake eating its own tail in Eastern uh, religions that is known as Oruberos. And it is another signification of the cycle of, of life, death, and rebirth. So, for me to interpret this, there is a succession of coteries that continue to maintain the cycle of life, death, and rebirth contained within this ritual circle, inside this vault. And so all of our actions are pl place us here in order to keep this contained. And so I believe after all that is said and done, you know, the mall was built, it had enchantments on it to make it seem forgotten so that people would not question it, so they would not try to break in and release whatever was inside. But that's blowing through the wall. I think if we open the vault, we still will not overly damage things. But I will study it more before we step across the threshold. I believe that we were all placed here in order to continue this cycle. We are the latest set of mice that are running around in the darkness. Only this time we have flashlights because things have advanced since the previous Coterie's time, which may well have been Prince Philip's and, and her compatriots. Including, I believe, somebody who may have been your ancestor. She'll scrunch up her face that... Look, somebody put this here, yes. right? Yes. Built the entire mall all around it. Right, yes. which is what you're saying. That somebody has to have a lot of power, right? Money, power, and a very good reason to want to do this. And something tells me that if we open that door, we're opening up a lot of problems for us with somebody who's probably got a lot more power than us. Yes, the prince mm -hmm. of the city does have an outsized amount of power over the city in which he rules. So My, you think the prince did this and you just want to open it up? I believe that if I do not open it up and something happens to it, then I will be unprepared for what is on the other side if it is released without control. Yeah, but we're trying not to release it. That's why you vacuumed out the That thing. is correct. That's why we repaired it. We're going to wall this back up. We're just going to act like it's not here anymore. Nobody's going to come down here again. It's never going to be open. That way we never have to deal with it. Right? Problem solved. I believe the ghosts of the city know, and the ghosts of the city are coming here. And now that you have shown me the way to see them, I am certain that they are going to be starting to congregate around here. Now that the ward is fixed, it should not be a problem. But I still want to know what is on the other side. Because if it gets out, whether we release it or not, this is our domain. It falls on us to repair this. I could turn around. I could attend a meeting with the prince of the city, with the prince's herald at my side. 
I can lay out the information that I have, including the financial records that show that Prince Phillips had something to do with the building of this mall and that the harpy was involved, that the harpy's thrall was involved in its guarding, guardianship, even if he knew nothing about it, and that an enchantment was placed on it to make this mall seem forgotten. What do you believe that she will do when I ask for the information of what is on the other side of this crypt that she saw fit to surround with a temple to excess consumerism in the United States of America? Hmm? I believe she would have us killed. So you think it's better to just open it in secret and that when she finds out later, she won't have us killed? Correct. But if we go tell her now, she'll kill us. But if we open it without talking to her first, she won't kill us. Yes. That makes no sense. Look, I am a conspiracy theorist. I have given you my interpretation of your vision. I think where we are right now is on the cusp of discovery. I, I know you do not want to do this, but I hate being on the cusp of discovery. I like to be at the discovery it is right here let me look at this vault door perhaps it will tell us more it should it definitely should i i find the vault's age from there i can infer how long this old bank used to hold what is inside missio kind of just sigh take a step back against the outer wall since they moved around and found the bank vault door and she'll just kind of slouch against it and slide down to the floor and say go ahead we'll clap his hands rubbing together tell me a little bit about the tools and methods you use to determine the age of this door so the first thing that he's got is he's got a magnifying glass of course um He's first going to use that to kind of closely examine the thinnest part of this circle. Is is essentially, is there a way to cross it without stepping over it? Or is something about the ritual in it, is he able to infer that the quote-unquote living, in, in which case, can a kindred step across back and forth without a ghost getting out? He thinks there is but he he wants to read this thing to make sure since you know terence isn't here to look since he got the crap beat out of him you know and that's his prerogative as a fucking tremere right um for the information on safely crossing or not crossing or the degree of safety involved uh, i think i went on a cult role for that one this like you have the whole ward here in front of you so you can just kind of take some time walk around get all of the details out of it sure um taking my time that's three successes on five dice cool walking around slowly circles and circles really only kind of realizing you've made another lap because missy the head the tail and door are there otherwise it's hard to to really tell uh this doesn't seem to have any first of all it is a ward to keep things in so if a ghost were to try and cross it going into whatever's on the other side they would then find themselves uh, they would then find themselves subject to the rules of the ward because it's a it's a keep things in not keep things out so crossing in doesn't seem like it has any problems for really anybody just that's just how it is because it's trying to keep things inside for the two of you as kindred you don't see anything in the ward that would lead you to believe that it is triggered on kindred entering or exiting at least not on the outside like outside of the vault door or on the vault door or anything like that which uh, a paranoid person might find it curious that there are wards specifically against kindred but none of them seem to be present here okay 
just like you know that there are wards against ghouls and lupines and ghosts. But the only wards we're seeing are ghosts. Yes. Okay. Art will finish the preliminary round of investigation and will turn back to look at Missy and say, <clears throat> The ward is meant to keep ghosts inside? If I do not break the ward, I can cross it without issue. It is specific to spirits, specters, ghosts. It is specifically not affecting uh, kind, kindred, lupines. Uh, I I don't think there's Sasquatches. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, there, there is no anti-Sasquatch sigil here. So we can cross the threshold, and then we can look at the door. And to prove it, he's going to step over that threshold to look at the door. Any immediate reaction from Missy when he does this, or just resigned yourself to this fate? She's resigned herself. Cool. To this. Uh, yeah, Art, you're able to get up to arm's reach of this door easy peasy. There are no grand arcane gestures, no shaking of the foundation or anything like that when you cross over. It is colder on this side, like noticeably. Well, when you have a passage to the spirit realm of oblivion, that makes sense. He's going to examine the door again. He's going to be looking for serial numbers. He's going to be looking for uh, manufacturer information that is generally on a vault door of this size. Uh, he's going to be looking at the locking mechanisms. Is it a key or combination? Uh, is the uh, lock-unlock handle, does it have play in it? Uh, like, is it locked or can it even... Is it just, like, metaphorically closed? Uh, let's let's have an investigation roll as you're investigating things. Uh, three successes on six dice. I feel comfortable with that. Really consistent with these three successes here. Uh, it's a rule, I'm told. Ah, uh, yes, the rule of threes. Which I guess also makes sense, because if you have six dice, then 50% success rate would be would be three. Cool. Uh, looking at this door, it is old. You have the records and the information about the mall going back basically until right before the mall was built, um, including the selling of various parts of businesses and stuff as they move out. Uh, the door matches up with that information. It is of that age. Uh, I don't know how much real information you can get off of serial numbers without a lot of deep digging and knowing people and that kind of thing, but uh, the physical presence of the door matches with that information that you have, so it doesn't seem like it is old or newer or anything along those lines. It fits with what you're looking for. The, the locking mechanism looks like it was a key, specifically two keys, because you know we love those kinds of things, but not in like a not in like a two people have to be in the room kind of deal, but you know one person can operate both keys to get this thing unlocked. The there is no key hanging on it, obviously, but that doesn't that's not going to stop you. Uh, it looks big, it looks heavy, it looks properly installed. Uh, it was it's not just propped up down here and sl sloppily put in like the. The hinges are in the right spot. The the part where the hinges are secured to the wall looks reinforced properly, so you can't just you know break the the mounting for it. Uh, I'm not sure what other information you might want. We never found a key or a pair of keys in Walter's effects, did we? Not that you weren't able to find a, a home for, like any keys you would have found would have been able to like. Oh, these are for this part of the domain. There was no mystery keys anywhere. It's like, oh, this one is for the apartments in the this building, or this one's for the the safe that had all of Ryan's stuff in it. Right, but there's there's nothing there suggesting it's like, oh yeah, here's a pair of keys from 1870 type of thing. No, okay. that would be the kind of thing that would have made Art jump immediately towards finding where those keys go. Right. 
and there was nothing in the records that he had recovered suggesting knowledge of those keys. Nothing to Art's recollection. Okay. So then Walter had no knowledge of this, and he was placed here specifically because he's so lazy that he wasn't going to make any effort to find anything. Is that a question or a statement? That is a statement. Okay. Statement think, made. Yeah, this is this is something that Art is, is muttering out loud as he's looking at this. I think the next thing that he is going to unpack is going to be one of those fiber optic cameras um, okay. and a little fiber op wire. So he is going to uh, activate that and he's going to closely examine the keyhole, kind of thread it in so he can see what the mechanism looks like to see if he's got the tools to pick it. It does not appear as though this is any kind of exotic or... The the lock cylinder fits with the rest of the lock. It is not something that they have replaced with a more reinforced or anything like that. Clearly, a assumption that Art can make is that they would never expect anybody to actually get to the door without them knowing in some fashion. Oh. So the lock is pickable. May have to turn them both at the same time, but I do not think so. It does not look like it is a synchronous lock. Missy, you are hearing all this if you have any peanuts you wish to add. Well, as he mumbles the whole there that's they would have. They would know if somebody was coming in, and she might say, "Well, that's great. We probably tripped a silent alarm." I doubt it was silent alarm. I think that might have been Jimmy with silent alarm, or overt alarm. But he has angered so many people. I think his disappearance may well have been just business as usual. They. I, I would expect somebody to come by in the next day or two once news of his demise is more widely communicated. Not from us, of course. But Dr. Bain would likely be the first person to talk about that. And the second person would be the those who are a uh, domain he was in uh, when he parked his car and went on the rampage. So you think Jimmy knew about it and never told us? No, I don't think he knew about it. But he did go curiously aggressive when we came down here. When I started to hack away at the wall is when he came out of nowhere and started attacking the Tremere. You guys are welcome to roll a occult roll based upon vampiric powers, if you wish. I love occult. I need more points in it. <laughs> That's going to be three on five. Hey, look, another three. Right? Wow. So with four successes between the two of you as you're talking about this, uh, especially because uh, Missy has access specifically to the Dominate discipline, um, the ability to alter memories, make people do things, and even implant what could be called a post-hypnotic suggestion into people is something that vampires are capable of doing. Not typically associated with the Toreador, but you both know things, disciplines that are not typically associated with your clans. You can do whatever you want with that information. Does it seem all that far-fetched that perhaps Carol Jackson would implant a suggestion into her thrall to make sure that the mall is protected against prying eyes and over-curious kindred? You mean, do I think it would be in character for Carol Jackson to use a person without their knowledge? Yes. Yeah, of course. And she was one of the ones in your vision as Harpy. It was likely done at the direction of Prince Phillips. All the more reason why we should probably leave it alone. But I am not going to do that. No, I'm going to get a... That's what you're going to do, but okay. Okay. 
the the next thing that Art is going to take out is going to be a lock picking set. Picks, rakes, tensioners. And he is uh, going to start fiddling with one of the locks. He's going to put tension on it. He's going to get the the rake in there first and rake it to see if he can get those pins to uh, those pins to lock so he can open it. It's a hundred year old lock. Should work. Uh, let's have your dexterity larceny roll. That is three on five. Another three. More consistency. The first thing you'll notice as you begin your work here is that when you touch the metal of the door, it is cold. But it doesn't take you long. These are old locks. Sure, you may need to spray a little WD-40 in there to get things moving. Again, super old. But it's also the kind of thing that high-tech, modern security and uh, security upgrades to things like lock technology are not present. There's no pressures. There's no uh, there's no pressure sensors. There's no high quality materials used in in making this. At least not you know compared to when it was originally created and installed. But a few minutes later, you're able to get both of these locks in a situation where this door is ready to be opened. So after that, that second lock clicks and it echoes within this chamber. He will pack up his pick set and his camera. He'll take a step back and he'll look at this door. All it will take now is one good pull. And this will open. Missy will get on her feet, ready for what's going to happen next. Is she getting on her feet to assist or to be able to run? both okay uh okay so art is going to put a hand on the handle mechanism and he's going to start to pull with the groan of gears that have been unoiled sounding eerily like that of the dead the door begins to open it pulls to the side and the coldest of winds ushers out of it uh, the squeal of hinges that have never seen any kind of maintenance reaches your ears. Mixed in with it, an unnatural scream, a ghostly scream, as one might expect. The winds buffet at your clothes, but nothing seems to go horribly wrong. When you go to look inside, I would like both of you to roll your uh, your wits and awareness here, just so I know how much immediate shit to hit you with. Five on six. Art's loving it. Did I need to roll that as well? Uh, you didn't need to, but I just wanted a, a baseline of ideas on how much uh, okay. super fun details to get into. Sure. Oh, I was almost expecting another crit there, just because that would have been appropriate. <laughs> cool. With four and five successes, the two of you look inside. The light from Art's flashlights just illuminating the interior here. Brushing past you and crashing into the repaired ward are four ghostly images something you have come to recognize over the past, you know, evening of chasing a ghost around and what Art has seen before, and I'm sure what Missy has seen in her years as Kindred. Uh, these four look emaciated. They are wearing construction outfits, tool belts, hat, work boots. Uh, they scream in your faces. They fly around. You can see sparks that aren't real sparks, but sparks that you're seeing through your disciplines bouncing off of the wall of the the snake ward as they fly around at top speed, just smashing into it. There are four of them 
recovering from that and creeping around the door to look inside. Missy, you will immediately notice that the ends of roots, as though they were crawling from the center, are reaching towards the door and have stopped at the edge of the door. These are roots that look very similar to what you have seen in your your visions in the dark place. Art, you can finally see the roots that were described to you as part of Missy's visions. Flashlights pointing upwards into the center as you see all kinds of arcane glyphs around the side. You can see some of the roots coming down from the top and up from the bottom, not crossing the glyphs or interacting with any of the magic that is here, but they are basically covering everything except for the door, which you can see some of that uh, some of that writing on as though it went all the way around the room. Again, circles looping in on itself, things like that. In the center, there is what looks like one of the planters that you would find up as part of the, the scenery in the mall. Coming out of the middle of it is a tree, a small tree, about the thickness of a person. And as you come up closer to the the midpoint or so of it, you can see clothes start to peek through this tree, through the bark, kind of dangling. They're tattered old, would probably disintegrate if you touch them too roughly. And that continues to, to come upwards until you're at what is clearly the chest of a person. And in the chest of that person, you can see what is a stake. But the stake is more or less the the source of all of the roots that are in this room as though it had been plunged into the chest of this vampire presumably vampire and as they lay immobilized over the years the stake has grown out into this tree and into this uh into the foliage that occupies this space until finally you come up just a little bit more with your lights and there in the mouth surrounded by the fangs from this vampire is an apple that is just past ripe and starting to rot and as the lights come up upon the full face of this vampire you recognize the face of Samuel Cartwright and his eyes move to face you It is October 16th, 2023. Uh, the episode of Grand Revel... Fuck. The episode of Grand Revelations. Um. All right. Let's go. But if I hear one bar of that Everly Brothers song... Which, which Everly Brothers song is that? Thank you for asking in character, because I was going to ask. Art, you're slipping. He just looks completely flummoxed. He has no idea what's going on. She'll just smile and walk into them all. <laughs> A reference Art doesn't get. He's going to follow her <laughs> into the mall. It's like, what? Everly Brothers song? <laughs> Maybe I screwed it up. We'll see. Let's head down to the basement. What song do you think? What song are you thinking of? Do you remember the movie Ghost, the pottery scene, the Everly Brothers? Oh. I remember the scene. I don't remember the song. Oh my gosh. You, that, <gasps> okay. Unchained Melody, The Righteous Brothers. The Righteous Brothers. That's it. I screwed it up. It was me. Where did I get Everly Brothers? I mean, you had brothers, right? I had brothers. They knew they were brothers. Oh, well. My I bad. Mean... Edit it out. da da dum. No, that's staying. Absolutely <laughs> staying. staying. Ah, fuck you, Missy. It's staying. I mean, the <laughs> Everly Brothers could be righteous. I don't even know who they, they could are. Could be but... righteous. I don't know. Anyway, I screwed it up. My bad. But yes, but you they were a rock duo. Crying in the rain. Dead. Okay, basement. I don't feel like there is a need for a role in this situation because you've already. You've set that crack in there, and that is plenty of things to to get started from. Um, give me 
I love it. He says, I don't need a roll for this. And then he says, give for me a breaking- roll. <laughs> In the same breath. <laughs> for breaking into the wall. Like, I don't need you to, like, strength plus smash this thing. Um, just to establish a baseline, can I get your resolve plus all specs rolls so that if, you know, a ghost were to come by and take a peek at you, uh, I have an you. idea. Pikachu. Oh, no, I hear a lawyer at my door. All right. So, so would, yeah. Would he do that? Would he? Yeah, he, he, he would do that. Okay. <laughs> He'll do the quick check. Or would cool. you just stick your face in a hole and go? <laughs> this isn't that kind of game. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the alien game. Uh, I guess then wits and awareness me. So that, you know, I get that extra roll anyway. We'll clap his hands, rubbing together. I was literally about to do that exact same motion. <laughs> I mean, I also did the exact same motion. <laughs> Here we are. Almost three years in the making. Cool. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.